And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Yoda Paint Podcast. Monday, January 8, 2024. The Joe Beningo Yoda Paint Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. Bye. I need a discount tire. Bye. DraftKings. All right. Let's start with the, the Jets finally ended, and we'll get to all the playoff uh, uh, matchups, the TV times, and all of that. We'll get to it all. The Jets finally ended this hideous 15-game losing streak against Belichick and the Patriots. 17-3, the final score in the snow yesterday at Foxborough. Let me tell you something. And I understand it's the final game of a meaningless season, another lost season, 7-10 and and all of that. And I understand that this is the worst team Belichick's ever had. They finished 4-13, and barely zappies the quarterback and all of that. But I got to tell you right now, I loved every freaking second of it. It was long overdue to stick it up Bill's rear end. And you can't tell me if this is Belichick's final game as head coach of New England, and all signs are pointing to that. I guess he's going to meet with Kraft. Jay Glazier of Fox, who usually is dead on with this, reported before the game that uh, Kraft and Belichick are going to meet this week, and it looks like there's going to be a mutual parting of the ways you know, however it goes down, whether he just lets Bill go, whether he trades Bill uh, to whoever the franchise is going to wind up with, whatever it is, whatever. You can't tell me Belichick, you know, it, it doesn't irk him that his final game as Patriot coach, he loses and he loses to the Jets, ending this streak. So I loved every second of it. Uh, 17-3, the final score. Uh, Brees Hall, brilliant. I mean, you, you can't, let, let me tell you right now, Brees Hall, is one of the already one of the top five backs in football. Let's be honest. He's right up there now. And I got a feeling this guy, he this guy's got Hall of Fame credentials. Okay. I mean, I, you can say whatever you say. Ah, you're crazy. This, you that. <laughs> Give me a break. 37 carries, 178 yards yesterday. Scores the game's only touchdown. Uh, just another tremendous performance. I mean, Brees really closed the season on a very, very high note. Uh, came within just six yards of a thousand yards. Um, caught like seventy-six passes for another five hundred and seventy whatever yards. Scored nine touchdowns this year, five rushing, four receiving. Yeah, I mean, come on. He had, how many touchdowns did the Jets score all year? I think he had more than half of them. He had a phenomenal year. Brees is a tremendous player. He really is. And and coming off that injury last year, to have the kind of year he had, you know. Uh, you got to absolutely be thrilled. There's no doubt about it with the kind of year he had and the kind of finish to the season he had. So very happy with the win. Give Trevor Simeon some credit. At least he didn't turn the ball over yesterday. He didn't do much, but he didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I thought Tony Adams had, you know, if Brees Hall was the star of the game, Tony Adams was, as they say in the post, the unsung hero. He made that great play, knocking the ball out of Mike Gusecki's hands in what looked like a touchdown uh, early in the game. He knocked the ball out of Gusecki's hands in the end zone, and then he made that interception right after uh, two plays after Ashton Davis had an interception and decided uh, on the return to stupidly lateral the ball to Sauce Gardner and, of course, winds up fumbling it, and the Patriots recover. But then two plays later, Tony Adams coming up with the pick that sealed the win, uh, really was set up by Michael Carter, who had a great year. He tipped the ball. <coughs> to Adams, <coughs> Adams really was an unsung guy all year for the Jets. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, you know, 
Terrific win. We'll take it. Seven and ten, not what you want. But look, it was great finally ending this terrible streak at the hands of Belichick. Uh, finally ending this streak at the hands of Belichick. I mean, say whatever you want, and we'll see. We'll see where he goes from here. I got a feeling Belichick's going to Washington. I don't know why. You know, the the uh, Commanders. They have the, I believe they have the second pick in the draft, right? So you know they're taking a quarterback. You know that before today's over, Ron Rivera is going to be fired. The Falcons already fired Albert Smith. He's gone. You know, another terrible year for him as they finished seven and ten and got absolutely blown out yesterday uh, by the Saints, forty-eight seventeen. Even though uh, it didn't turn out, you know, the Saints wound up not making the playoffs. Tampa Bay won their game against uh, Carolina. And then uh, it didn't break uh, the way it needed to break for the uh, Saints as both Seattle and Green Bay wound up winning their game. So the Saints wind up out of the playoffs, even though they finished at 9-8 and eight when all is said and done. <clears throat> but nevertheless, I got a feeling it's going to wind up in Washington. We'll see how that plays out. You know, I mean, look, he might stay with New England. I mean, they got the third pick in the draft. So, you know, they're going to be able to get a quarterback. The Bears have the first pick because of that trade last year with Carolina. I don't think the Bears are picking a quarterback. Now, they might trade out, you know. I still got a feeling that Chicago might take Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first pick in the draft. I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. The Jets picked 10th. And I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot of Jet fans out there that are upset the Jets won this game. You know, stick it up your ass, okay? (laughs) Seriously. Really. What kind of Jet fan? You know, you know, you, 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 guys like you who are so worried about the dumb draft choice because this team has been so great over the years with draft picks, right? Does it really matter where they're picking? You know what I mean? They, they, of course, they're picking tenth overall. They're going to come out with a big player here, one way or the other. They better pick the right goddamn guy. Garrett Wilson was the tenth pick in the draft. Al Toon was a 10th pick in the draft, two of the best wide receivers the Jets ever had. So if they're going to take a wide receiver, maybe, you know, maybe that guy turns out to be as good as Wilson and, and Toon. It should only happen. But this idea that you're a Jet fan and you're upset they lost, they won yesterday because of the drafts, because where they, they're picking in the draft is bullshit, okay? <laughs> what, kind of, you, you know, what kind of Jet fan are you? Wake up and smell the coffee. You want to lose to Belichick again? You didn't enjoy sticking it up his ass? Come on. Please. Of course we did. Of course you did. And beating them in the snow. I know the game didn't mean nothing, but I want to win. You know, I'm a Jet fan. I'm 70 years old, okay? All right? These guys are the 25. You know, they've been through nothing as Jet fans yet, okay? You're 25 years old. You're 30 years old. You've been through nothing. I've seen every freaking thing you could see. I'm 70 years old. I want to win, okay? I want to win every goddamn time we get on that field. I'm not worried about where we're picking in the draft. And these guys better come out and they better pick. They better wind up with the right guy at 10, whether it's an offensive lineman, whether it's a wide receiver, whatever it may be. And I wouldn't mind seeing them take a quarterback later on. I've said this many times. If Tua Tungabailoa's brother, uh, I forget how you say his first name, but if he if he's like there in the third round or something like that, because the Jets don't have a second round pick because of the Rodgers and, you know, insanity. If he if two was sitting two his brothers sitting there in the third round, I take him. I, I watched him play a lot at Maryland. I like him. I think you might get something there. Now he's probably gonna go before that, but we'll see. But I was thrilled to finally finally beat Belichick. Who cares that the Patriots stink? Who cares that it was Bailey Zappy? It doesn't matter. 
Look, we lost to them earlier in the year already with, with Mac Jones, and he stinks. So I don't want to hear it, all right? That was a solid win yesterday. Great game for Brees Hall. Um, you know, Simeon did what he had to do. Tony Adams, the defense played great. I mean, they were all over uh, Zappy in this game. Uh, Quinn and Williams had two sacks. Um, uh, Bryce Huff, who might be playing his final game as a Jet, I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. He had two sacks. I don't think he could franchise him because the number's too big for pass rushes. But Bryce Huff had two sacks in this game. I think the Jets had like six sacks overall against Zappy. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Why not? So we'll see what happens from here. My wife's pulling something out. And, you know, she's got My wife has to look up everything there is. What is this? Oh, Taluya. Talia. T-A-U-L-I-A. Tonga Vailoa. That's how you say his name. Talia. Talua. Talia. Yeah, thank you. Well, we know. They know who I mean. Well, I know. You know? But I would, you know, if he's around in the third round, I would I would have to take a look at him. No question about that. I really would. But, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But, uh, and here's something else, too. And I saw this stat, and, you know, I forget who who told me this. Was it was it Joey T, maybe? Because Joey T, you know, all he does is like, you know, all he is is on X or Twitter, whatever they call it now. X, now that Elon Musk has it. X, right? Joey's face is on Twitter. He's on every jet chat room. I mean, there's other things Joey should be doing, okay? Like maybe sell a car occasionally, Joe. You know what I mean? Something like that. Instead of wasting your time on all these dumb stats and all. But let me say this. He get he gave me this one stat, and, and uh, this is something to keep in mind. I mean, for everybody who doesn't think Robert Sal is the right guy to coach his team, we're ever going to win with him. And right now, I don't know if I think that either, but whatever. Just remember this, Chuck Noll, Tom Landry, Weeb Eubank, Bill Belichick, all of them had losing seasons their first three years as a head coach. And we all know, and every one of them, Belichick obviously is going to wind up in the Hall of Fame. Every one of them Hall of Famers. So keep that in mind, all right, as we, as we go forward. Just remember, Noll won four Super Bowls. Landry won, what, two Super Bowls. He went to five. Uh, Weeb Eubank won the uh, only Super Bowl the Jets ever won and was in, has also won two NFL titles with the Colts. And we all know about Belichick and his super, six Super Bowl championships. So maybe that bodes well for Salah down the road. We can only hope. We'll see. Next year, there's no gray area next year for the Jets. They have to win. They have to make the playoffs. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, if he plays two games. The, to me, the biggest move the Jets have to, obviously they got to fix the offensive line. Obviously they need another wide receiver, no doubt. No doubt. But the biggest move they will make in the offseason, signing a veteran backup quarterback. That was the biggest mistake Joe Douglas made going into the, as soon as Rodgers went down, they should have signed the veteran backup. They didn't do it, and it came back to bite him in the ass, you know? They should have beat New England both times. They should have beat the Raiders. They should have beat the Falcons. Those are the games that killed them. And who knows, it might have been different if they would have won those games when all is said and done. But, you know, be that as it may, that's the number one priority as far as any kind of free agent signing. A veteran backup, whether it's Jacoby Brissett, whether it's Tyrod Taylor, whether it's Gardner Minshew, although Minshew didn't exactly distinguish himself in that playoff, basically playoff game the other night and what turned out to be the game for the 
AFC South Championship when they wound up losing to Houston and that terrible fourth down pass he made to, who was it, Goodwin? When he threw the ball behind him, you know, Goodwin could probably still could have caught the ball, but terrible pass by Minshew. And the Colts wind up losing in Houston, uh, amazingly enough, with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach in C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans winds up winning the AFC South. And they will open up the playoffs on Saturday on uh, NBC. And it will be the um, the Cleveland Browns, who I am rooting for to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to bet on it, too. The Cleveland Browns in Houston to play the Texans. That'll start off uh, the playoffs on Saturday, 4.30 on NBC, and we'll get to all that going forward. But, look, we, we know the deal with the Jets, 7-10, and 10, unacceptable, but it was nice. Say whatever you want. It was nice to finally end that 15-game losing streak to the Patriots and to send Bill off away from New England with a loss and a little bit of that constipated look on his face. There's no doubt about it. It's very constipated. <laughs> all right. Beningo, the Oda Payne Podcast. Uh, let's get the sponsors in here, and we'll break down the the playoffs coming up this week and all very the wild card weekend and all of that stuff. Here we go. The Hackensack Brewing Company. I, I now I've been in contact with the great Mike Jones. In fact, I'm going to see him later on today, and it looks like January 26th. That's a Friday night, right? Will be our next live podcast at the Brewing Company. We cleared it with the boss. I think she's good with it. So. We're all good to go. So everybody who's been asking me when will be the next live podcast, January 26th, the Hackensack Brewing Company. Hopefully the weather's okay and it's not too brutal. We don't have any major snowstorm or anything like that. But uh, right now that's what it looks like, January 26th. So everybody's been asking me, set your calendar, and uh, that'll be the day. We'll see who the guest is going to be. Probably JJ, John Jastrzemski who still ticked off that his Dolphins lost yesterday. And the game didn't matter, as it turned out, because Buffalo had already made the playoffs when Jacksonville was beaten by Tennessee. So that put that really took a lot of the luster off last night's uh, uh, Bills-Dolphin game. And the Bills, of course, wind up winning the division, and they're going to play Pittsburgh uh, on Sunday. And, of course, the Dolphins will go to Kansas City on Saturday night for the Peacock game. What a disgrace. <laughs> What a disgrace. I mean, you just love how they're sticking it up the ass of the fans, isn't it? And that's a very appealing game. How come they didn't put the Tampa Bay-Philly game on Peacock? Why not? Give me a break. Anyway. But anyway, the Hackensack Brewing Company. So January 26th, our next live podcast. And you know the deal. It's located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4, 4.30 to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday for the – uh, uh, the tap room, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. See Jones, see TJ, see everybody, Herb, Andre, everybody over there. January 26th, the next live podcast. And, of course, the uh, Anita Discount Tire. I feel bad for my son Johnny, man. The Saints did what they had to do yesterday. They blew the Falcons out and, uh, in doing so, sent uh, Albert Smith out the door as head coach of the uh, Falcons. Uh, the first firing that we know of, obviously, Brandon Staley is already gone with the charges. I'm sure Ron Rivera is on his way out the door in Washington. We'll see how that plays out. But the Saints did what they had to do. They blew the Falcons out yesterday, 48-17. They wound up finishing 9-8, and but they lose the tiebreaker to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, by virtue of their 9 nothing victory over Carolina, wins the NFC South. And then the, uh, the wild card situation didn't break at all for the Saints 
as the uh, Packers won, they beat the Bears, and the Seahawks won, um, came from behind to beat the Cardinals. Cardinals missed a 52-yard field goal at the at the gun that would have won the game for them. But Seattle survives, but they don't make the playoffs. Green Bay is in, and uh, uh, kudos to them. Jordan Love, man. It's amazing how the Packers some – some, some teams like our team never finds a quarterback, and some teams like Green Bay, they go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, now to this kid Jordan Love who looks like a world beater as well. So the Saints are on the outside looking in. They did finish over 500 at 9-8. And, and the Packers, how about this game? On Sunday, Sunday, the late window, 4.30 game on Fox. Terrific matchup. The Packers in Dallas to play the Cowboys. And, of course, Mike McCarthy going against his old team in Green Bay. You know he wants that one badly. So that'll be uh, the 4.30 window on Sunday. The Packers and the Cowboys in Dallas as Dallas wound up winning the NFC East. I don't know what happened to the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll get to all of that. But... I need a discount tire. See Johnny. See Ari. See everybody over there. Rob, who does a great job on the mechanics. You need work done on your car. You know the whole deal. You need tires. You need your car inspected. Go see everybody over there. Johnny, Ari, everybody. Uh, tell them I sent you. Uh, Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. And uh, check them out. I need a discount tire. And, of course, uh, DraftKings, you're going to bet the playoffs. There's only one way to go, and that's DraftKings. I have not seen the spreads yet. Uh, we'll check that out. Going forward, we'll see that later on today. Uh, but nevertheless, you got spreads there, Terry? Is there any spreads out yet for these games? See if you can get the – go to, like, uh, DraftKings or, you know, one of the uh, – well, DraftKings specifically. But uh, – and see if we got this, the spreads on these games so we know. But if you want to bet on the NFL playoffs, whatever you want to bet on, the college basketball, the NBA, we go right on down the line, the hockey, whatever it is, uh, DraftKings, the way to go, you know the deal. Uh, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code O the Pain. If you got a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Visit www.sot one eight hundred gamblernet In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. So there you go. As far as the sponsors are concerned, and again, January twenty sixth looks like will be the uh, next live podcast. At the Hackensack Brewing Company. Okay, my wife now gets does a great job with this. Let's see if she's got the spreads here, which she's not. Let's see. That's like hieroglyphic. It's very hieroglyphically done here. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it doesn't really. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yep, yeah, here it is. Yeah, 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 yep. I'm looking. All right, here's the spreads. We got it. All right, so this is Saturday. Cleveland in Houston to play the Texans. The Browns a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Houston. That's game one on Saturday, all right? And I love the Browns here, I got to tell you. We'll get to that. Now, Saturday night, the Dolphins in Kansas City to play the Chiefs. The Chiefs, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Miami on Saturday night. That's the Peacock game. Oh, boy. Um, The Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point underdogs to Kansas City on Saturday night in Kansas City. Now, we fast forward to uh, Sunday. How about this game? Buffalo in Buffalo against the Steelers as Buffalo wound up winning the AFC East, unfortunately. Buffalo, a nine-and-a-half point favorite over the Steelers. Wow. So that's a big number. Nine-and-a-half, the Bills favored over Pittsburgh. That's the early game Sunday 
and that game is on CBS. Okay, now, the Packer-Cowboy game, which is the late game, the 4.30 game on Sunday on Fox, Dallas 7.5-point favorite over the Packers, which to me is pretty much what you would expect. So Dallas 7.5 over Green Bay. Now, the night game on Sunday, uh, which is the um, – which, of course, is, uh, what is that? I guess it's NBC, right? Sunday night? Sunday night football, NBC? I guess so. Right. Okay. Uh, the Rams in Detroit to play the Lions as the, you know, that I mean, we all remember the trade. Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. Well, they're going up against each other here, and it's the first home playoff game in Detroit since all the way back in 1991 when they beat the Dallas Cowboys when Barry Sanders was there and all of that. The Lions a three-point favorite at home over the Rams. And uh, that game on Sunday night, and that game, I believe, I guess is on NBC on Sunday night. And then Monday, uh, the ABC ESPN game, the Eagles on the road, two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Bucks in Tampa. And what, what has happened to Philadelphia? So there you go. There's the spreads for the games coming up. I hope everything's right. This, well, it's got to be. I mean, it might change by game time for all of them, but. That's pretty much the way. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. Okay. What happened to Philadelphia, by the way? I mean, this team at one point was 10-1 and one on the season and was looking like the best team in football. They wind up finishing the year 11-6 and six overall. They lost five of their last six games, looked terrible and losing to the Giants yesterday. Giants blew them out 27-10. Now, eventually, uh, you know, Nick Sirianni wound up sitting everybody, took Jalen Hurts out. A.J. Brown wound up getting hurt in this game. We'll see how he is. But, boy, the Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl last year, boy, did things go south for them. How much they lost both their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator, and how much did that come back to burn them as the year went on? So Philadelphia, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on on Monday night over the Bucks in Tampa in uh, the final game of Wild Card Weekend. So, so there you go. So very, very uh, crazy day as everything went down the way it was. Uh, you know, we saw the Jaguars get knocked off yesterday by Tennessee to knock them out of the playoffs. That put Buffalo in. That made the Buffalo-Miami game meaningless. I mean, I didn't care. You know, if, my, if, if Buffalo would have been playing just to make the playoffs on Sunday night against Miami, I would have been all over that game. Once Buffalo got in, Right. And it was obvious that, you know, Buffalo had made the playoffs. That game was meaningless to me. And I understand it was still for the AFC East championship. And I'm sure uh, JJ wasn't happy as now he's got to go play the Chiefs in Kansas City on Peacock, no less. I'm sure he wasn't happy about it while Pittsburgh goes into Buffalo to play the Bills. But, you know, so that game kind of lost its luster to me a little bit. It was a weird day yesterday, right? It was kind of a little weird. Um, you know, Saturday we had the two games that really mattered. How about, you know, how about Pittsburgh? I mean, you know, every, you know, a month ago, everybody, oh, Mike Tomlin, they want to get rid of him. He's not that good. I had Steeler fans calling me up. Oh, he's overrated. He has, he, he can't win without Roethlisberger. But here's, here's Tomlin. They win their last three games of the year to finish 10 and 7 and make the playoffs. And they're doing it with Mason Rudolph. Just think about this. If you think Mike Tomlin's not one of the, the greatest coaches of all time. He's never had a losing season in the history of uh, that, that he's been in Pittsburgh now 17 years. Never. How about that? Never. All right? He finishes 10-7 and seven this year, right? He does it 
with his his quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett, who's not any good, Mitch Trubisky, who's one of the worst quarterbacks of all time, and Mason Rudolph. Bless you. Here we go. Let the let the games begin. And Mason Rudolph. Okay. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And the guy's ten and seven. And he makes the playoffs. They beat the Red. Now, Ravens didn't play anybody. Lamar didn't play. They had a lot of guys out. Raquan Smith didn't play. You know, uh, the receivers, Zay Flowers, these guys didn't play the other night. Bless you again. She'll have at least – the over-under is always three and a half for sneezes for my wife. Like I said the other day, she's good for between 10 and 15 a day, something like that. Lucky me. Just to let you know. So, uh, she, so she's lucky. only at two. There's got to be at least another one. So, we'll let you know. But – you know, for all these people that were getting rid of Tom and all time, this guy will die as head coach of the Steelers. Let's be real. They're never letting him go. And why would they? This is three, so she's she's elite. Now here comes the money now. The, the over-under is three and a half, so we're at three. If you bet the under, you're praying she doesn't sneeze again. If you bet the over, you're praying that we get one more. My money says one more is coming. All right? Generally, you bet the over here, but it's always like you know three and a half in that in that range. So we'll see whether she sneezes again or not. I know everybody's holding their breath. I can see the bets going right now. I think I think Kenny just laid a couple hundred down. Right, Kenny? Kenny's in Florida. Kenny's in Florida, man. He's he's living the life down here. God bless down here with his with his wife and his daughter and all of that stuff. Yeah, I, I talked to him yesterday after the games were